Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. It's not every day someone invents something that changes the game. I found out about this product that I'm talking to you about, uh, and I had to try it. So I ordered a few, and after using it, I'm sold. Now we stock them on our trucks. It's called Allbrace, and it will help you sell more service and buy you time until doors come in. There's never been a greater time for a product like this. Phil has a video on his website of him cutting a door literally in half, installing the Allbrace, and running it like nothing ever happened. It is literally incredible. One of the greatest selling videos I've ever seen. You're going to want to check it out at all-brace.com. What is up, guys? Ryan here with Torsion Talk Podcast, and we are scrambling around. I think I mentioned it in my last podcast. We uh, were trying to sell our house and move. Well, we sold it, and now we are trying to finalize the move. Actually, today is the last day we have to get stuff out. We're closing on Thursday, but I leave tomorrow, so I'm doing power of attorney. My wife is closing by herself. Ask me how much she loves that. (laughs) Um, But I'm headed to local U in Denver. Uh, A good friend of mine, Joy Hawkins, who is an inspiration to me in the local marketing aspect, um, is hosting a conference. And uh, her and I, I was, I'm blessed enough to have had enough interactions with her. When I reached out to her to try her for consulting, she offered to do it for free um, over lunch. So super exciting uh, stuff because anytime somebody's willing to give you free advice, you book the flight and you go. But I was wanting to go anyway, so it kind of worked out. So Michael, an account manager here, such and such, and myself, we're going to fly out. We're going to learn and fly back. And, um, but the move is almost done. The closing's almost done. And some exciting news today, Tamara. Tell me. I can't wait to hear. I'm finalizing the details of building our dream home. Really? Yes. Aw. So we went and looked at the property and met with the builder. And so we're, we're on the path. And, uh, as exciting and adventurous as I am. Uh, this seems like it's going to be a lot of work, but I trust the builder. He's really good. So I'm excited. Nice. Me too. Yeah. So as you guys have already heard, Tamara's on with us. Uh, we do not have, I guess we're both the guest and the host today. Yeah. Dual roles has, um, the guy from SOS scheduled his podcast yet. Mm-mm. you need to get him i don't know who you're talking about um he's out in california he does a lot of youtube stuff we were yeah. chatting on facebook the other day i sent him a link to schedule it i think but i don't know if he did but we've got to get him on because he's incredible he does phenomenal product review videos for the garage door industry 
he's like my hero when it comes to that um he's exactly who i was trying to be when i was doing product videos i didn't know i didn't know he was doing them i actually found out after i started doing them i think if you like watch mine you watch his his is so much better he's just so good at it but he created a youtube channel and uh we're gonna bring him on and talk about the value of creating a youtube channel uh for your business so we got to get him on cool i'm on it heck yeah so we're going to talk a little bit today about some stuff with Aaron over the doors. Can I get you guys caught up? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about such and such and some of the upcoming things that are happening as well as my take on the industry, which there's a 50% chance I'm right. Hey, I mean, it's not right? bad odds. It's not <laughs> bad odds, I guess. Um, so in order to break this up, I have no clue what, what, or if, how this is going to go, but Tamara has volunteered to ask questions to make this a little bit more entertaining. So I'm not umming and hawing all the way through this thing. Yeah. So let's start with Aaron overhead doors. What's going on there? What's the update? How are you feeling about things that we just started and you know, Q3, right? So mm -hmm. how's the year looking? How are things going? Lots of transition. We're in Q3. I think we still got one more month left q3 right no that would make sense yeah two more wait, wait, wait. june's the last month of q2 right yes so we're in the first month of q3 yes yeah so the first half of the year for me personally is a little disappointing um we, we've experienced a little bit of a slowdown on new doors we didn't have the big bang that we normally have in, in, in the, the spring. spring. Mm -hmm. And so usually you have like this huge bang in the spring that carries you through summertime service goes crazy. Commercial drops down a little bit for us during the summer. And then the fall doors pick back up and then the winter commercial and service pick back up and go crazy. So we have these like trends, right? One thing that I really like is, the tops and the bottoms are kind of cut off. So if you're looking, imagining a trend report, mm -hmm. if we go back pre-COVID, these are the most pre-COVID numbers that that I can think of as far as trends. Yeah. So we're, we're almost getting back to what we were pre-COVID, which is good. A little bit right. of normalcy, isn't mm -hmm. I think, is good. So... You just don't have the high highs, but you also aren't experiencing like the low lows yet. Okay. So historically, July has been the month everybody goes on vacation, they get ready for school, we're kind of in the suburbs. So we get hit a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So this year we're experiencing that same thing, but the last two years, it was very different. So 2020, 2021, July was historically pretty good, but people weren't preparing to go to school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like all the hustle and bustle. Also, you're experiencing the quantitative easing and the increase in interest rate. You got people afraid of a recession. People have pulled back financially on spending. Yep. So we expect to see more dollars spent in service than on new doors um, from this point forward. Well, we've kind of been experiencing that for a month or so mm -hmm. and 
I definitely think, you know, if you're a low cost provider, maybe you do a good job of taking low margins and selling a bunch of doors during this period, but you're going to be like super busy trying to find help during a tough time where I think our approach is going to be more like slow, steady, stay the course. We know where we're going. You know, a couple bad months isn't going to keep us, isn't going to throw us off. So yeah. is that I how you need some commercial like, people? I, I would you, like to bring on like a really good commercial person. Do um, you feel like your commercial is kind of stronger than Resi right now? No, no, but it's catching up. I mean, we've got, we got a really strong core of guys in residential install mm -hmm. service and and sales on commercial you know we we kind of built the department around brent and right. took the approach of we're going to hire three people from outside the industry run two in a truck rotate and train and that's worked for the most part we've got three killer guys now who have good experience they've done everything from high speed to rolling steel crazy jobs and they're learning, right? I was so proud when I went to a job site and one of the guys we moved from resi over to commercial was wiring a high-speed door, you know, like, and he knew what he was doing. And I'm just like, this is nice. This is really cool. Yeah. Um, so I think the commercial department is doing well. What we're realizing is we had some of the right people in the wrong seats. Yeah. And unfortunately I had, I had a right guy in the wrong seat and didn't have another seat for him. Right. So we had to let him go. Yeah. That's so liked tough. Him. That was hard. Um, and then we had a right seat, right, right person uh, who was part-time that we created a full-time position for. Right. So we've made some, we've made some changes. There's still some changes that we're going to have to make but we're headed in the right direction mm -hmm. and trying to make sure that we're getting, we had a good, we had a good guy in the wrong seat that we moved to the right seat. And then we hired to replace him in the position he was in. So our Milton showroom's never been stronger. We're, we're in a good position there. And um, I think the biggest issue right now that we've got is Buford Resi has just been stable not right. really experienced a ton of growth commercial and Milton have had the most growth right and it's been pretty aggressive yeah and as you saw in our meeting today we're up 45 percent for the year yeah uh, over this last, time year. last year yeah so, so it's huge to be up almost 50 percent halfway through the year is a pretty big deal in my yeah opinion. One of the things that the guys were talking about in GDU last week, uh, the Friday group actually, uh, was the for those uh, that, that were in business during the 2008 recession, how they're prepping for kind of what if something happens similar to that. Are you looking at things in that way? I know you pay attention to a lot of projections and things. So is there anything specifically that you're doing or looking at or paying attention to? Consumer sentiment, uh, consumer spending, debt. Those are the things I'm not too worried about, like a real estate crash. And I'll tell you why. I believe that this is very different than 2008. In 2008, you had a you had 
our economy works on supply and demand, right? right? So just like we've printed too much cash, the dollar has inflated because it's easier to get. Mm-hmm. Houses are the exact same thing, right? Um, we are still in one of the greatest um, demands for housing that we've been in. Now it's slowed because the interest rate is so high, mm-hmm. but there's a shortage of houses. And what happened in 2008 crashed the market. You had a lot of mortgage companies making mistakes. It was a trickle effect. So when you have something as big as one thing crash, it's a trickle effect. It affects two, three, four other industries. They struggle. Builders got burned. They defaulted. They lost homes. They went through it. So they didn't start building again until like 2014. Right. At the scale they were building pre-2008. Mm-hmm. Well, that whole time between 2008 and 2014, you had very few homes being built. So the market caught up and then started to exceed the need. Right. And now we're trying to play catch up. Right. People keep making babies. COVID ain't helping. Walking (laughs) a husband and wife and boyfriend and girlfriend in a house for a year and a half (laughs) is not going to help you. Not productive. No. No. So, but we're making more babies. We're in more debt. And there's more dollars in the market than there's ever been by a lot. And you have less houses. So all that is adding to it. But I like the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Report that I reference a lot. I like to watch the debt uh, ratio. I think it's as close or higher than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. More people are in more debt now than ever before, which is scary, especially with a government who loves to bail people out. We just bailed out a bunch of college students with debt. Here we are probably looking at one of the biggest defaults in credit as credit card pay, uh, companies, interest rates get higher, mm-hmm. payments get higher. People are already stretched. Yep. The dollar's worth less. The gas is more. The The food is more. So there's going to be a lot of default on credit cards. And when you have that, a couple of things are going to happen, but the, the government doesn't want credit card companies default. So most likely a bailout will come for them. We're going to print more money. Inflation goes up. Interest rates go up. So when interest rates go up, businesses aren't spending money like they want because a lot of businesses use loans to, to improve growth or grow faster. Right. And investors also start looking at, is it more advantageous for me to invest somewhere where I can gain interest or is it more advantageous for me to invest in a business? So, you know, if you start seeing that flip flop, you know, you start getting into some, some tricky situations. So, um, I think, in my opinion, you're going to see a lot more service over the next two years. It's critical to have great service people who know how to repair a door right. Mm-hmm. And then on the new door side, I think you're going to have to get creative. Yeah. Um, I don't think now's the time to cut your margins. I think you right. hold your margins, but. I think you get creative. Like one of the things we're doing is we're adding um, garage cabinets yeah. to the product line. Right. You know, 
I got two salespeople. I'm trying to keep them busy during the slower period. This is a great solution, right? They can sell it. They can measure They can kind of design it and put it in place. Mm -hmm. So I think for the most part, you know, coming up with little things like that, where we can push them down the same workflows that we have now. Right. And use the same tools and same tools, same people market to our current staff, our current customers, finding little things like that, I think are, are going to be important. Garage organization, you know, you can come up with a lot of different ideas, but if you're unable to grow organically with garage doors, I think it's now's a good time to try to find things like garage cabinets and things like that. Yeah. So um, you are going to be, you discussed that you're going to be in Denver um, this week. So, well, it'll be last week for people listening to the podcast, but you have another event coming up uh, end of September um, with WASA. Are you super excited about that? I am. So hopefully it's public by the time we release this, but uh, I've been asked to speak and been told that I'm going to get the, the um, keynote speaking spot, which is so exciting honor. Yeah. I mean, this is the first keynote I think that I've had. Um, so pretty cool. I think I got to level up a little bit. I want to deliver in a big way, um, without talking about the metaverse. So (laughs) I got to figure that out. Um, but I think what I'm going to talk about is company culture and how it affects every part of your business. Yeah. That's something you're super passionate about. Super. Yeah. I'm going to wear a shirt that says super on it. Super culture. Um, And along that vein, uh, the company culture vein, you've been going and doing um, consulting with different businesses. And we've got another one coming up soon. Um, And that's something that you touch on with the businesses that you consult with, right? Is their culture. Um, So how's that been going? Good. So I've done two. I got another third one lined up with the HVAC company. And they all were very different, right? So I went out to Colorado, which was beautiful, an amazing business owner who's an extreme visionary. You think I'm a visionary. This dude is like he is. seeing We've into the future. This yeah. dude is so like he's five steps ahead of everybody else in the garage <laughs> industry. He is like the visionary. If I were to try to find a visionary, he's in the in the dictionary, his face right there. Um, he's so passionate. He loves people. He's got some challenges because of how big his market is. It's kind of small, but he's got incredible people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we found some areas of improvement, like every business. Anybody can go into a business, someone else's business, and immediately start as well. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people can go in and see immediately where some of the gaps are at because right. you're an outsider. You're looking at it from a different point of view. So objectively, right. Objectively. And so we were able to hone in on the things he's doing great. Some of the areas that he needed to improve on, but nothing was bad. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer's a two, Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries. 
and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. I'm going to tell you guys a marketing secret. You want to gain more social media likes, shares, and follows? People love unique and cool projects. There are no better photos to share than the ones on Schweiss Doors social accounts. These guys post some incredible things. Make sure to go there and like and share their Facebook and Instagram post with your business account. So if you like their business account, you can share their uh, their post. The bifold doors are awesome, and they're doing some great projects that will go viral on social media if you share them. Go right now to Schweiss Door on Facebook and check out some of the projects they share and like their page. Oh, and don't forget, no one builds a better bifold than Schweiss. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing, which I'm starting to see consistently, which mm-hmm. is something that we can touch on, is the price book and the comfort level of service people asking for people's money. It's really yeah. uncomfortable for people. It's a sticking so, point. It comes up over right. and over, doesn't it? And I remember when I was in the car industry trying to sell cars, it was difficult for me too, especially the way they, they asked us to do it. So I genuinely feel like that's, that's a pain point, And I want to try to help businesses with that because I don't have a problem asking for people's money. No, you don't. <laughs> Not an issue for me. So. <laughs> so what do you think, like, what's your biggest tip for that? Like, because we talk about people selling out of their own pockets and all that kind of stuff. Like, what do you feel like is the most lacking um, with, with that, with that whole what issue? What I do is it's a, it's a mindset hundred percent, right? These guys have fixed everything in their own house. They're handy. They grew up with tools. And mm-hmm. so I tell them my story. Yeah. And usually that helps them feel a lot better. Like this guy's an idiot and <laughs> he can do it. No, I was kidding. Uh, but I, I was the guy who paid somebody to fix everything. Right. Right. I didn't have the time. I worked a lot. I traveled a lot. And my wife didn't want to be the one handling like contractors coming in and out of the house. She didn't feel safe. And if you guys know my background, like I don't feel comfortable with it either because, you know, uh, my ex-wife was almost brutally killed. Right. And so that rings in my head. So, you know, something goes down in the house. I'm not the first one to jump up and be like, Oh, Steph, just call the local plumber. Right. I'm like, I'll, I'll meet him at the house and you know, whatever. Yeah. And so when you're a busy person, 
it's extremely inconvenient. Um, but you don't fix your own stuff because you don't have time to figure it out and have tools. So I explain to people how I shop mm -hmm. and it's drastically different than 90% of the people that I'm working with. Right. And I explain to people that I don't necessarily buy exactly what I need. I buy what I want because I'm blessed to be able to do that. Yeah. And a lot of times we go into a garage with the expectations that we're here to sell what the customer needs. Yeah. And then we even put the cape on and we're like, I know what they need. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're a garage. Door. But you're not a psychologist. You don't know what they need. You can't right. tell the future. Right. You don't know what they need. You know what the garage needs, but you don't know what they need or want. Right. So uh, exactly. it's all about offering options, getting to know the customer and explaining the details. And you'll be surprised if you just offer it. Sometimes people will take it and yeah. you'll be like, dude, that person just spent way too much money on fixing their door, but they're so but happy. They wanted, yeah. Yeah. They wanted it super quiet. They wanted this. They wanted that. They wanted maintenance free. And that's me. I'm that guy. You come to my house, you fix my stuff. Like I'm going to, I'm going to probably go with the most expensive option. Right. Usually how I go. And then I'm tipping. And, you know, I'm offering food. The movers thought I was the best ever. <laughs> Two trips, a quick trip for drinks. I bought them subs at Publix because that's what they wanted. Aww. You know, I mean, I'm like, I turned the air conditioning all the way down like 65 because it was, you know, trying to get it freezing cold in the house with the doors open. Oh, I so bet. They had, you know, they wanted it to be cool. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to accommodate them because they're right. working their fannies off. Mm -hmm. You know, they like they pulled up in my driveway. I gave them all a 20. I said, there's more where this comes from. <laughs> you know, here's my Napoleon dynamite. So <laughs> I'm like, listen, if you guys do a killer job, I'll add to this. Just work yeah. hard for me. That's all. Yeah. Try not to kill my walls. Work hard for me. Help me out. And we're good. Right. And so they got tips at the end of the day because they did phenomenal. Plus, I was probably spent another, I don't know, I said, I got quotes. He, this is the most expensive guy. Mm -hmm. I spent two grand on the movers plus tipped them. So you're talking almost $200 plus food and drinks, probably another hundred bucks. So, I mean, but so worth it for you. I I'm happy as can be. Yeah. My furniture's in good shape. My wife is happy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. I could have paid three guys off the side of the road you know, a grand divided it up, had to move stuff. Now, did they get moved? Yes. Are the walls all banged up and the freaking furniture destroyed? Yes. Mm -hmm. But they broke it down, brought it over and set it back up. And the customer service was phenomenal. So yeah, it's a mindset. So that's it what I work on with service professionals and door salespeople is, you know, don't box yourself in, give customers options. Don't, don't sell like you shop and don't pretend to know what's best for the customer. Let them decide. Yep, absolutely. For sure. So how's GDU going? Good. I haven't been as active the last probably week or so because of moving, but um, I love seeing all the communication in the app. We have yeah. a little chat app for those of you guys who aren't in the group listening. Uh, we're a lot of people chat and stay in contact. Um, you couldn't handpick a better group of guys. They're honestly. so good. I love all and of them. 
they're an inspiration to me. I love even the startups get me excited, which we got their group today. Today, yes. Um, it just reminds me so much of myself when I was getting started and young, dumb, and you yeah. know the rest. Yeah. rocking and rolling and they are but they're so passionate and they are hustling hard they're hustling hard there's a lot to be said about that and and so you got everything from startups to five six seven million dollar companies and um the problems are very different but they're also the same you know like we're all have very similar struggles so yeah, it's very interesting. And even, I mean, we've got businesses that have been in business for 40 plus years. And I mean, you know, he had a, a struggle this year and he, it was so great to watch because it's like, he decided that he was going to buckle down and learn about his financials and watching him not only figure that out, but then get excited to share yeah. that with the group was like, it's just so, it's just so great to see. Yeah. Yep, I agree. We have a we have guys that are learning, teaching, and doing a combination of the two. And yeah. I think, you know, we we'd be remiss if we didn't at least acknowledge your contribution. Oh. Group. I know you're all modest and you're like, shucks. But <laughs> um let's be real, right? Like um your resources and all the assistance that you provide the guys is a huge I think asset to the group. So I love doing it anytime that they, I mean, that's what I'm there for is if they've got anything that they need, um, I'm, it's my job to do it. You know, chat with a guy the other day who was interested. Um, he asked me, he's like, like what kind of things do people ask of her? And I was like, I don't know, dude, there's probably no limit. Like knowing these guys, can you give examples Sure. So this is like one of the most popular questions I get is like, so I kind of have a virtual assistant. I'm like, kind of. And I'm like, and they're like, well, what can I ask of her? And I'm like, I don't know, really. Like, it just needs to be reasonable, but like research and whatever. But I'm very curious, like, because I don't even know. What are the guys asking you? Um, several different things and it varies widely. Like, so we, I did, uh, some design work for a help wanted ad that one of the guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. I did that. I don't even know you could do that. He was very delegating. Um, and I edited some ads. Uh, I created a job posting. Um, we had to edit it down a little bit because it was not uh, attractive to uh, prospects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we worked on that with one of them. I researched public speaking classes, uh, in, uh, the area of one of our attendees because he wants to get better at public speaking and presenting. Um, so we did that? that Jason Meadows. Okay. Yeah. Remind me because when we have our event in December, I have not announced this to the guys, but they're going to be involved in being part of the conference. Oh, that's so exciting to me. Conference, but it's an event. Yeah. So it's not going to be, you know, how the last event, it was like almost all on my shoulders and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And there the was biggest a lot. feedback I got was like, bro, you don't have to do everything. Everything. Right. And I was like, you know what, this next one, I'm going to build the format and then I'm going to have them do it. 
Yeah, I think, I think that's super exciting because a lot of them, I mean, a lot of them are so they like they it's they're just like you and me. They get fulfillment out of helping people like that. They're they're passionate about it and they want to share what they know to help people that were them five years ago. You know, right. so yeah, it really works. But yeah, there's nothing. Uh, I've talked to um, some of their admin people just to kind of get perspective. We've worked on some communication issues between staff members. Um, yeah. That's like business counseling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, did. he said that I was like their Dr. Phil. So that was you really You are helpful. the garage door <laughs> Dr. Phil. Oh, people are going to talk crap about me like they do about Dr. Phil. Mm. No. <laughs> He's way more drama. Yeah, he is. I'm no drama. None. Don't like it. But yeah, everything goes really well. I try not to say no to anything, you know, and I'm happy to help. Like it makes me feel so good to see them succeed. And these guys are balancing so much um, that anything I can do to help is really, I mean, you know, you know how I am. Yep. Cool. Anything else that you think would be of value for us to share with our audience? No, I think that's it. I'm excited um, for the way that this is going. So yeah. we're going to have an event in December. Oh, yeah. Milton. Do you remember the dates? August 20th. Oh, no, 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 in, December. in December. The, the GDU. Uh, yes. Um, so it will be from sometime between the 5th and the 7th, either all three days or two. Yeah. Um, but we're not sure which two, if that's. We're going to open up a portion of it to everyone. Right. But all three days are going to be for GDU. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, it's going to be really good. We're going to be talking about sales. We're going to be talking about operations. We'll probably have some workshops to where when you go in them, you come out uh, with something tangible. Yep. And uh, I think it's going to be really good. So we're working on hammering all that down. Yeah. That's going to be in or around Dallas uh, in December. What did you say? Fifth, sixth, seventh? Fifth, sixth, seventh. Yes. So Monday yep. through Wednesday. We, we're hammering everything down now. But if you're interested, make sure you check that out and uh, keep an ear open for that. You can like GDU on Facebook, yes. uh, Garage Door U, because uh, we'll be doing, you know, as soon as we get everything hammered down, we'll announce it there and give you all the details. And if you're interested in joining GDU, you can go to garagedooru.com and apply. Um, and then is there anything else that you can think of? We're having our Aaron Overhead Doors is having our one year anniversary. Yep, we're celebrating at Milton on August 26th. Yep. So that'll be fun. Uh, for our Milton location. And then for the Buford location, which happens to be within 30 days of each other, when we started roughly, we're having just a family thing. I know. I'm so excited. Employees, family members, uh, none of the public. So we'll have like a little party, a little bash for the employees and family. Super cool. So, yeah. Awesome. I think that's it. Um, listen, thank you so much guys for following along with torch talk podcast. You guys are awesome. Uh, we want to appreciate our, um, advertisers, sponsors, uh, appreciate you guys for always helping me fund these projects. And I'll see many of you at Wasa um, here in September. So I look forward to that. I also most likely will be in new Orleans, in October, uh, trying to lock that down. So that'll be cool at one of the IDA Educon uh, events. So uh, make sure you come say hey to me if you see me there. I love to talk to people. I'm working on my resting bitch face, as you would say it, because it's been brought to my attention that when I'm thinking really hard, I look like I'm angry. 
-hmm. And all this came about at the same time that I uh, saw a committed to culture series where I was on the other side of Josh while he was holding a meeting. And I was like, man, I look so unhappy when I really wasn't. I know you're just focused. Yeah. But I'm projecting something I don't want to project. So I'm physically working on smiling more yeah. and having more like personable energy and I'll be on conference calls and Tamara laughs because I'll just randomly realize it and smile. Like real big. Real big. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh my God, he just realized his face is, yeah. So, um, but I also recognize recently that I abruptly end conversations and walk away and it comes off very rudely. My neighbor, I had to apologize to her. It's an old neighbor. We were in the middle of a conversation. I don't even know how it didn't end. I genuinely believe that you I just got bored listening and walked off. I wasn't bored. I literally started thinking of all the things I had to do. Ugh. And she's amazing. I love her to death. We're like devastated that we're moving because we love them. But like, as she was talking, I'm sitting here thinking, holy crap, I still got like three loads and all the pain starting to set in and yeah. the back and the legs because I'm standing still and I was just going. And I think I just turned around and walked off and got in the car. Poor one. <laughs> I know. And so while I was pulling out, I realized it and I stopped and rolled the window down. And I said, did I just walk off in the middle of our conversation? And she was like, yeah, it's okay, Ryan. I know you. And I was oh. like, I know, but it shouldn't be like that. I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm working on it. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm in progress under construction. We all are. I should get an under construction tattoo on my forehead. No, please don't. People will start calling you post malone does he have an under construction no but he's got all those face tattoos oh i, don't I just know feel like i would get more grace if i had it you had face tattoos yeah because that, that just that under construction more. anyway I, i'm a work in progress i love it when people point things out to me so that i can try to improve and so this is what i'm working on right now is self-awareness and my body language my facial expressions and how I'm engaging in conversation. There's nothing bad can come from that. No, nothing bad can come from it. It's always good to work on yourself. Exactly. All right, guys, what are you working on? What are you working on, Tamara? God, ERC credit. And no, I mean, for you. Oh, uh, I am working on, I'm still working on boundaries. It's very difficult for me. Uh, and also resting, which is also very difficult for me. Yes, I can see that. It's <laughs> a lot of gratitude out of conquering the world every day. So you deserve rest. All right, guys, find something in your life. Maybe you need to ask a spouse or a friend or a coworker what it is that you need to improve on and put a little focus towards it. Yeah. The prize. And you get more grace when people know you're actually working on it. Otherwise, yeah. everybody just thinks you're a prick. Yes. Yes. All right. Y'all have a wonderful week. Talk to you later. <laughs>